we know as Christians that the fallen angels are real, um, the apostate sons of God, the um, interdimensional beings is what I call them for the uh, the secular people. They're interdimensional beings then. Uh, if you don't want to use fallen angels, uh, fallen messengers, uh, watchers, uh, or in any of those terms. So it's they're interdimensional beings and they're coming to save us and then they're coming to walk amongst us. And when that happens, welcome to the uh, tribulation. Many millennia ago, at the peak of Mount Hermon in the Golan Heights, a group of divine beings known as the Watchers, or Sons of God, descended in an act of rebellion against their king, Yahweh. By teaching them the secret knowledge of the cosmos, they sought to wrestle dominion of the earth away from humanity. They bore children with them, and their offspring were both human and divine. These giants are the demigods of old, and the events that transpired would forever alter the course of human history. At Camp Hermon, we discuss the oddities of the ancient world and their lingering impact on our world today. Welcome. Welcome back, campers. My name is Chris Price. I've got my wonderful co-host, Tori Peterson, here. Hey, Tori, how are you doing? What's up, guys? So on tonight's episode, we have got Michael Enoch Putris, who runs the channel on it's on YouTube, Rumble, and BitChute, and it's called The Rundown of Our Reality. Hey, Michael, how's it going, man? It's going very well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're happy to have you, man. You, you've got, I'm just going to say, you got some wild stuff <laughs> on, um, on your channel. So we're, we're happy to have you on and, and just basically I'm happy. We're happy to get the rundown of your reality, which is <laughs> the rundown of our reality. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for thanks for having me. The, I mean, the good thing about the the channel is, yeah, I may talk about a lot of very odd things, but I can I back it all up with you know, and I explain how how it works. So it's not just me me pontificating on uh, on it. It's it's me going deep into it, and I provide a library to help you so you can research for yourself and and really uh, to help see the deceptions. Right, the channel's designed to prepare you for the great deception. I loved it honestly, and didn't even think any of it was weird. So there you go. There's like <laughs> the differences between me and Chris. I was just tracking a hundred percent. Like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome, awesome. No, I did say just to clarify. I said wild, not weird. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh sure. it's a given it we're all we're all weird. weird here right yeah exactly yeah that's why it's not weird to me because i'm like yeah this this uh this falls right in line with all the things this tracks yeah exactly with all the things yeah thank you well that's wide <laughs> it's like it's a wide berth <laughs> yeah no honestly i will just say like you know we all in this space, probably, you know, we, we all get pelted with videos all the time from our friends, like our truth or friends, like watch this, watch this, you know? And it's like, I don't always watch every video. Everyone sends me, I try to, you know, but, um, guys, seriously go check out his rumble. It's, it's really good. Like his videos are really engaging. They're really well done. And it's just like truth bomb after truth bomb, but it's really, I mean, like you, the way that you do it, it's really concise. Like it makes sense. It flows well. It's, you know, Anyway, I just, I really liked it. So well done. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It, the one, the one thing that that I do have in education is uh, is an education in broadcasting. So, <clears throat> and you'll be able to tell when I switch to my uh, my broadcast voice, which is what I use in the videos, right? So, so yeah. But uh, with that education, I'm able to to keep everything nice and tight. Yeah. So it is quick and uh, and concise, unlike me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Also, real quick. So, Michael Enoch, do you go by Michael or Enoch? Well, my yeah, I, I go by Enoch on on the internet because of bots. Uh, so it's it's not me trying to be super cool or anything. It's just uh, before I was a Christian, it was Hephaestus, right? So, <laughs> so I found out what that really means, and so I got rid of that uh, real quick and uh, changed it to Enoch because the Book of Enoch was probably the the most profound. And people are like, why not the Bible? And by the book of Enoch, you know, when you're just when you're just figuring things out, you know, the book of Enoch smacked me in the face of the reality of what actually happened in the past. So it, it affected me that much. So I changed it to Enoch. Definitely not the son of Cain, Enoch. The, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, so so it's uh, I go by Enoch online, uh, but it's it's Michael, uh, Michael Putris in uh, in the real world. Okay, so Michael, tell us where you're located. Tell us a bit about your background, um, your faith background. How did you get started making these videos? Oh, excellent question. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm Michael Putris. Um, I am uh, basically it started. It started the uh, going the truth route started about uh, 2008 for me. Uh, before then, I was an egotistical little moron and. What ended up happening is I became an alienated parent from 2004, and then 2008 is when it, the hammer really came down. So I, I have two children, and uh, you know I didn't know what school they were going to. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about them. Didn't know who their friends were. I didn't, you know, I was completely left out of uh, of their lives. Basically, like that's that's what an alienated parent is, and and the children are alienated from their other parent as well. Like it's, it's basically it, not basically it absolutely is child abuse and it is, but it is child abuse that is allowed through the courts and people don't understand what that really does, what it does to a nation, even to a community. And, and basically all of, all over the world is creating a whole bunch of children that have no, they're missing half of their family. So they're missing half of their identity. And that's what's happening throughout the world, especially in Western society, uh, where divorce is so high, and uh, yeah, and I can even go into why that is pushed with within government. It's it's really quite fascinating because when I, when I became an alienated parent, I knew it was wrong, uh, and I started fighting the court system. And I started fighting not not knowing anything. So when you're going against the courts, you're <laughs> you're gonna make some mistakes. Oh, I sure did. But anyway. Um, so I started. I started um, studying government finance and uh, understanding how all of all of this works. How somebody could be given full custody, full everything, and get a a monthly paycheck, or the other person is basically paying a monthly fine for having children. Looking into the definitions to to understand how how all that works. Eventually, I ran for MP in Calgary Center. That's where, I, that's where I live. I live in Calgary, Alberta. I ran for MP in Calgary Center. And I, I'm not delusional. I knew it wouldn't win. I, wasn't, I was running as an independent. And uh, basically, the conservative guy was going to win. So my whole point was to show him because when you when you when you run, you you get the the benefit of having those debates. You get the or you get invited to 
where people have to listen to you. <laughs> so, so I was thinking, oh, great. So I could show him that I know what I'm talking about and we can really help people again, completely naive still in 2019, but I could show how, how the system works, how, like I have a whole plan on, on how to free all uh, people from family law, but uh, it also takes for, for our laws to be fair and just, and they absolutely are not. But anyway, um, didn't win. I think I got something like 128 votes. So I just needed 50,000 more and I would have I got them. And then all of a sudden COVID happened. Uh, we, all, we all know that story. So in August of 2020, that's when I came to, that's when I came to God. I came to realize that uh, Jesus Christ is real. God is real. And uh, I've been an absolute moron, even more than the previous moron in 2009. And I apologize to God for forsaking him. And um, I've apologized to the Holy Spirit. I'm so sorry. I know you're everywhere. You know, I was just going in. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and then I just I just launched into what was going on. Probably probably at that time, that's uh, Trey Smith was was somebody I was I was listening to to sort of taught me about the Nephilim. Uh, and his his little theory of everything uh, video was was great, and um, in the three months into being a uh, a Christian, that's where the interesting testimony came because I was studying or not studying, uh, I was entertaining myself. Let's all be honest here, but I was entertaining myself on you know uh, what the demonic realm is through ghost stories, and because I used to be terrified of that stuff. So I'm like, okay, so now I know what it is. I shouldn't be scared of it. God says not to be scared. So I watched all this stuff that would normally terrify me and I was doing pretty good. I was doing pretty good. And, and uh, so I spent like a whole afternoon of watching all these videos and I went to bed. I closed my eyes, turned off the lights and I, I closed my eyes. And I just put my, my head down to the pillow. My eyes were closed and I saw this golem thing in front of me. And if, if you, if you know what uh, kids, if you know what the TV looks like when snow is there, so you got this black and white going on that's what it, that's what it looked like this little golem thing there was gold and black right so replace the white it was gold and black and it was right in front of me and I, like you see these eyes this big hideous mouth and it was just right there and i'm like oh that's that, that is creepy so i rolled over and i prayed uh, i prayed to jesus to uh take it away and my eyes are still closed and the whole my vision in front of me just turned all gold and there's this warmth feeling that came over and i rolled back over and this golden thing was gone So that was three months into being a Christian. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Since then, I've had two more uh, encounters that I could definitely say the same sort of thing. One, it was red, but it, and it was more human-sized. My spirit is telling me that was the astral projection. That's what my spirit is telling me. You don't, I don't know if that's true, but uh, that's that's what I get from that. And the other one was sleep paralysis, just waking up and then just saying, and all I said was, get out. And it and it left. I didn't say it in Jesus' name. I didn't say it. Just get out, and all of a sudden, like I could, you know, breathe normally. You know, you know, you wake up and you're breathing heavy, and you're just, oh, what's going on? And you have weird dreams. Those were uh, three um, total uh, uh, things that happened. And anyway, so I'm going off on on uh, tangents. I'm sure here. Uh, so I began studying uh, the events of today through my knowledge of government finance. And if you watch the first video of the uh, whole chessboard. 
Uh, I break down, uh, um, and you'll need to watch, if you haven't seen this stuff, you'll need to watch it more than once, more than twice. You'll need to understand the definitions. But if you take that time, you will really start to see the facade that is uh, government. Uh, so I began studying that uh, and studying, basically studying the world through government finance, studying the Bible through government finance of what's going on today. Um, and then I studying the Bible, studying Babylon, studying um, the giants, how all that stuff sort of worked. And then once I hit the giants and really went in there, the floodgates just opened. And now uh, I basically break down the great deception, like what's what's coming, um, the the what they're calling anti-grav ships, portals. Um, I've become this massive weirdo that no one wants to talk to at dinner time. Yeah. We want to talk to you at dinner time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. So that's, that's me. I, I, yeah. I hope I kept that nice, clear, concise and quick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So when you say alienated parent in you know, through the courts, I'm assuming um, you're talking about something having to do with like your, your parental rights being removed so that you're not allowed to see your kids. Like your, your ex-wife is keeping them from you or. Yeah. The second one, ex, ex-wife is key. There's no, there's no laws against uh, alienating a parent. Uh, there, because again, what is this about? We live in Babylon. It is about dysfunctional children. It's about creating right. dysfunctional children. So there's no laws about making sure that um, that your children have fair, complete access to both parents. So what happens is one parent, usually the mother, uh, gets full custody and then gets a pay a monthly paycheck for for that custody for the rights right of the children. And then the the other parent, yeah, so they have to pay a monthly fine, and they maybe um, like I I was gifted four days a month, and I didn't even get that. So there's I have I have letters stating that I can't see my children, right? I have I have it signed, I can't see my children, right? And uh, yeah, it's 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 really quite nasty and horrifying, and and actually it caused uh, PTSD to set in. Right from the beginning, right? You can't see your kids. Uh, so for me, it was 2004. That's um, that's when that horror started. But really, it was all just a trial to get me to this point. All of this stuff had to happen because I'm a stiff-necked man. And all of this had to happen for, for me to actually become humble and uh, and listen to God and follow what, uh, what he's telling me to do, right? Right. So basically, if I'm tracking with you, those things happen, you know, legally... Um, you're alienated from your kids through the legal system. So you start studying the, like the laws and the legal system um, so that you can understand it. And it all stems from, from those interactions with like family law and, and family court. Yeah. Yeah. And you, if you understand family law, if you can break down family law from, from that perspective, from government finance, you can understand everything. Like uh, I posted on my, the channel I used for, for the campaign in 2019, I posted the explanation on the CERB. So in 2020, if you remember when all the countries were giving away money for COVID, right? So you're getting, you're getting your 15, here we were getting 1500 a month. I think in the United States, it was a thousand a month. Well, here it was called the CERB, C-E-R-B. And I did a video on explaining what the CERB is actually about, right? It's not about, the CERB was never about um, helping you. It was about um, depleting the financial administration accounts of the country, the country and in the United States, the state, each state 
has its own financial administration uh, account. And that's basically the account where everything is paid for. And um, then you have one that is federal, right? What that's held under the jurisdiction of Washington, D.C. Here would be Ottawa. That's the federal. And then each province has its own financial administration account. The general fund, right, is basically what it's called. And so everything comes from the general fund. But okay, so here's something that's here's something that's oh, it's all about government finance. So you know it's really cool and exciting. So, <laughs> so all right, when you have a law, right? You have a statute. There are different kind of statutes. Um, statute is just a fiat law. It's a it's a contract that you agree to. Every single thing, everything that is under an act is is a statute. It, it is an agreement. It is a contract, right? So, and that's that's very much Im- important. So when when you look at, when you look at a statute, you have a regular statute. Then you have an appropriating statute. An appropriating statute is a statute that creates tax credits, right? And so so there are two kinds of tax credits. There's refundable and non-refundable tax credits. A refundable tax credit. So let's say you you get uh, you have a thousand dollars in your IRS or CRA account. Uh, a refundable tax credit. Right? It will cover all the debts that the government says you owe, and then it will refund you the remainder. So let's say you owe 800, it will refund you the 200 back. A non-refundable tax credit, that 200 will just stay in your government account, right? Until the next debt comes, and then it will take it and then it will be used at that time. So refundable, non-refundable tax credit. It, so the refundable tax credits are the most fun because those all convert into securities. And a security is basically the paper bill that you hold. That is, it's it's not money, it's a security by definition. So let's say you get, um, um, so understanding government finance. Ooh, yeah. So understanding government finance. Now, when you you get pulled over, you're driving down, you're driving down, minding your own business, and you're going uh, 10 kilometers or, or six miles over the registered speed limit. So the officer will pull you over and, you know, then, and he'll give you a ticket. That ticket is an invite. It's not a contract yet. It's not an official contract yet. It is an invitation to the court to create that agreement, to create that contract. So when you, if you don't show up, you automatically agree to that contract. If you uh, are found guilty, you're automatically assigned that contract, right? So when you go to court, right, and and you have your little summons there, your summons to court, it will uh, have the did willfully go over the speed, the speed limit or whatever your the law would, would state in your state or province. So that is the appropriating statute. Okay. Uh, you, so you're, you're, you're guilty, right? All right. So you're guilty. And then you go to the, uh, the to the wicket to pay your fine and the clerk will accept your, uh, uh, let's just say for simple simplicity's sake, it's a hundred bucks. The court will accept that, that hundred bucks right there. So you pay the clerk and that hundred dollars and that contract that you both agreed to, right? The state or province and you agreed to this contract. That's important. And so when you give your hundred dollars to or hundred securities to the clerk, they take that, the hundred dollars goes into the general fund of your state province. Um, and then what they do with that contract and that hundred securities that you've given them is they create another hundred securities in the form of appropriation. And so they create more tax credits. They're creating credits. And then the 
state or province then now has 200 credits to negotiate with or to to put for some other some other um, project that the that the government has, and so that's that's basically how government finance works. Each and every um, uh, appropriating law creates a tax credit to go towards any other debt that uh, that the uh, this the state or province ha- uh, has created. And uh, yeah, ask you a quick question. Absolutely. Um, admittedly, I'm not a math person. Um, so that that just seems a little bit funky to me and seems kind of like what it's making me think of is like cancer cells that are like replicating when they're not supposed to be replicating. Like how how does that work? Like they take $100 and make it 200 credits? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like remember, dollars, right? It's actually securities, mm-hmm. right? So you're trading in securities. If you look up in your um, Currency Creation Act, right, you're going to see everything that creates currency, right? Everything within the government, within your country that will generate a security. And underneath there, you will have a section called contracts. And it will say contracts create securities. I guess, like, I understand what you're saying, but it seems like they shouldn't be able to do that. Like, with- Well, it, it, I, pardon me. Yes. Um, so, so what's supposed to happen within government is the debt is created. Okay. So the debt is then created. Uh, the government says you owe some, that is called an expenditure. And then the security is used to cover that debt. So yeah, what they do from their side is they create an additional security. They keep your hundred, create additional security to cover that debt. And, th- and then they're left with the remainder, which is the hundred dollars that you gave them or the hundred securities that you gave them. But they create the debt too, right? They create the debt. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's the shell game. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the catch. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It seems like an excuse to legally just make up more like funny money. And is that, are these, this money that's kind of being made up via these like tax credits or whatever, um, that's what's being used to fund illicit things, to manipulate people by offering grants and then saying that you're going to pull their grants if you don't kind of do what they say or yeah, push definitely. an agenda. Now, now it basically what is used, right, is to cover debts within the government. If the debt is created through laws, through acts and statutes, right, then a tax credit is used to cover it. Now, if it's outside the government, so if it's in your private ownership, right, but you can confirm that the debt is legitimate and the government sees it as a debt within the, the acts and statutes that they've created, then those tax credits, because if it's within the government, they just use it as a tax credit. It's a credit, the credit wipes off the debt. But if it goes outside of the government into into your personal um, business, then it converts into a security that you could use outside of the government. And that's where it turns into like a, a dollar, right? Uh, and uh, and yeah, so it's it's not necessarily that that it's always nefarious, but it absolutely is. Um, it's just, it's covering any debt any debt that is created within government, any uh, expenditure, and an, an expenditure by definition is some is, is a debt created by government. So, like, what does this have to do with anything? Like, who who cares? Why is this like? Why is this relevant to the stuff that you produce? Like, why do we need to know this? Okay, excellent, excellent question. So, you 
um, so let's say there are programs that, that you want to apply for, right? Um, <clears throat> ooh, here, we, we uh, good, good friend of the show, Judd, Dr. Judd Burton. We know that he is starting his own school of anthropology, right? Right. Yeah. He's yeah. Re- re- revamping it, relaunching it. Yeah. Okay. So he has school of, he has a school of anthropology. Now within, within the, the legislation that is offered within the state that you are in, right. You can go around and you can get a, you can basically create your own contract and get a group to sign it. This is called a petition and you can get everyone that you can to sign it saying, yes, we want this school. Right. And each person that signs it signs a petition. So they have their name, their address, their signature on there. So let's say you have 100 people that signed that. Uh, you could take that petition and all the income tax that they create. Right. That petition can then create the tax credits to fund his school. Wow. Right. So, so within our universities, within our high schools, our elementary schools, right, for, for education, the, the principal uh, or the dean of that school has to submit a, um, a, 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 a list of everyone who's taking the school, what they're taking, and then they submit that to the IRS or the CRA, and then they create the, the government then creates the needed necessary tax credits for the public funding that, uh, that then the, uh, the schools will run on. So let's say you want to do something like uh, Dr. Judd Burton and do a, uh, a school that is outside the normal curriculum. Well, if you're not following the normal curriculum or the design curriculum that has been created un- under our government, they will withhold those funds, even though those, those hundred people want it, right? Who is the government? We're supposed to be the government, but they will withhold that from from Judd, so then Judd will always be struggling for his school. So if you have if you have a program that is actually teaching the truth, right, that can be stopped by not funding it, and then uh, basically we then become the burden instead of the government. Uh, we personally all become the burden of funding that school if we want to keep it running. Is that clear? Does that help? Or I think Chris, I mean. I can kind of see how this ties in. It's just like how stuff works and it's like how the government or how these people who we believe to be like kind of pulling the strings behind yeah, the it's scenes. Control. It's hundred percent control. control right? Yeah. So if you, if you, if you, if you look like, especially in Canada, the finance minister, how often the finance minister then becomes the prime minister. It's uh, it happens quite often. And so, so when in, in every, every province has, has its own finance minister, every, uh, you have your treasurer in this at the city level or in your your county levels in in the United States. Um, you all you all have a treasurer, and each one has its own special account and and all that sort of stuff. So so at every level, right? So oh oh, and here ooh, okay. So the the financial administration accounts, or so your so your general funds is the creator of the tax credits. So no money ever leaves or is supposed to leave the general fund, right? What what happens is the 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 act creates the tax credits, right? So if you have an act, like uh, uh, in the first video that I created, I brought up the, the Appropriation Act. That act is the first act of every year. They, this is the first one because this is the act that creates the funds for every single act and statute within Canada, 
right? And so that's why I posted that. Uh, and you could see how often appropriation is uh, mentioned in that act. It's it's everywhere. So through that appropriation, through the the creation of the tax credits, it's it's funding everything. Well, let me jump in and and yeah, how does this tie into like who's controlling things? I mean, you talk about like Freemasonry. There's like a white side and a dark side. Um, right, right. Can you can you go into into that? Like, sure. How they so, use that system and what they do and yeah, yeah, absolutely. With Freemasonry, right? So again, yeah, you do have you have the white side of the Freemasonry, which are called the good side. In the Wizard of Oz, that's the good witch, um, and then you have the dark side or the 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 evil witch in the Wizard of Oz. And right now, we're all under the the rule of the dark side of the Freemasons. It's their turn to create the the chaos. So the Freemasons that are, are oh, and, and by definition, just so everyone is clear, because everyone's like, well, the Freemasons started in like 1450 something, or uh, no, the the Freemasons is just a term. It's 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 a word. It's a label. Freemasonry existed in the antediluvian times, and it it continued on through. When we when so when we look at the organized Freemasonry of today, like from the from the Scottish Rite, the lodge in England, the English, the Great English Lodge, that um, sect of Freemasonry was set up then. But Freemasonry has existed is it's it's um, it's a complete and utter utterly full branch, full tree religion that has different many different sects, and uh, it's not just one little. One little uh, uh, sect that that were that's being exposed today. It has its roots in in Babylon, right? With yeah, Nimrod absolutely. Yeah, going all the way back. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the pillars of Lamech, right? So the pillars of Lamech were left over. They they were written on. Uh, they were written in stone, and the pillars of Lamech when they were when they were found, uh, and I believe they're by the the pyramid of Giza because uh, uh, the pyramids are antediluvian as well the uh the pillars of lamech wrote down the the seven sacred sciences which kept the freemasonry going and what are those seven sacred sciences uh gary wayne actually talks about the seven sacred sciences in far more detail than i do uh so if if you really want to know something like that i would i would highly highly recommend getting uh, his book. It's like the arts, right? All the liberal mm-hmm. arts. And he's a hundred percent the guy to talk to on, uh, on the seven sacred sciences. He, I mean, he has an 800 page book on it. So, <laughs> so he's, he is the, he, yeah, he's definitely the man to, to get more into the history of the Freemason. I'm, I'm more um, looking at the, uh, the future, what, what is coming versus what has happened. Cause what's, what has happened has already been written. There's tons of information on that stuff. There's hardly anything about what's, what, what's coming. Gotcha. Gotcha. What do you think is coming? Just a few things. <laughs> Just, well, well the, okay. So, so basically when it comes to the, when it comes to the finance side, right. So, so basically you could see how in the background, right. These tax credits that are created, that pay for all the debts created within government. So if you want to build a dumb system, right, with all the tunnels going through throughout the world, right, you appropriate that. That's hidden money, right? So that's that's something that that you could easily hide through contracts, through agreements, right? So you, you hire a contracting company and that contracting company can then start building for you. And if it's a Freemason contracting company, then it's all done on the down low 
low underground. Um, uh, and same thing with the people that you vote. You're voting for your conservative. You're voting for your liberal. You're voting for your Democrat. You're voting for your, what are they called in the United Republican. That's that's the same sort of system that, that is you. So, so each person that is that you are uh, electing is part of that Freemasonic because um, you, you're not going to get that high into into politics unless you are absolutely controlled. Uh, um, so when you're you're voting for a specific person, you're voting for you, it's illusion of choice. You're voting for a Freemason who is going to be doing exactly what um, the Freemasons want, not what is actually written in the uh, in the Acts and Statutes. So what, what is coming? Oh, well, right now, right? Uh, let's talk about Q, right? So let's talk about Q, this QAnon um, thing. Everybody's familiar with Q, or do we need to define what Q is? Yeah, why don't you just give us a, a basic rundown? Kind of a brief, yeah, look yeah, into okay. All right. what that is. So, so there's, there is a secret military operation by the so-called white hats of the, the military and in... Uh, government and in the public who are fighting the these black hats uh, for control over well basically the world uh, and they are the white hats are saving us so Q is a military operation uh, some people say it's one guy that is uh, uh, dropping these Q drops uh, but uh, it's it's supposedly a military operation to save us all from the this Canaanite black order uh, I feel like they missed an opportunity to call them like Q-tips oh you know, yeah, yeah right. ah! sorry <laughs> continue so <laughs> Q-tips so uh, I might use that so basically QAnon or Q there's Q which is all these Q drops which is supposedly uh, one person, and a lot of people are saying it's John F. Kennedy Jr. He's not really dead, and he's going to be coming back during the disclosure event. And then, um, so what's? But who knows? We, we don't. Nobody has conf, uh, confirmation on that. So who cares? What is happening with this Q and and the Anons? Right? They're two. They're two separate entities. So Q is dropping all all of this sort of information and then the anons are then go and hunt to figure out what is going on and what we've discovered is in within hollywood uh for example hollywood is a big there's a, a massive pedophilia ring in it and it goes into the um it goes into our into our government the people who run our cities run our uh, uh our countries people within Hollywood, within Bollywood, um, and the, the Chinese entertainment, uh, industry, they're, they're all, um, trafficking children, uh, sacrificing children, drinking adrenochrome, all this, all this crazy stuff. And this virus that cannot be named then is also a operation to 
basically kill us all, kill all the mundanes and leave a slave race uh, behind that uh, the these elites can can order. So that's and all this is actually um, documented within government. This this whole what we're going through within this this Canaanite um, within this Canaanite structure over the last 120 years. So all of this stuff is written within government on on what is coming. And uh, it's, yeah, it's absolutely insane. But now we're being saved. So what is Q, Q is this, this great saving force that is coming in to, uh, to protect us and, uh, from a, uh, a massive, uh, this massive death that's coming. They are the white hats. And it's going to, be, in disclosure, we're going to find out that we are part of a massive federation of planets. Uh, so the aliens are going to then uh, show up and say, you know, we helped save you along with these um, good people of, uh, of earth, of planet earth and uh, welcome to the uh, galactic federation as it's going to be called all real, all real. And Ed actually, you know, saying it out loud, you sound crazy, but all of this is coming. And that is what the disclosure event is. It's going to show all of this stuff that, that the, the, the black Freemasons have been doing, have been planning for hundreds of years and how the white Freemasons have saved you. And again, it's all, it's all part of the, the operation. Because we, we know as Christians that the fallen angels are real, um, the apostate sons of God, the um, interdimensional beings is what I call them for the, uh, the secular people. They're interdimensional beings then. Uh, if you don't want to use fallen angels, uh, fallen messengers, uh, watchers, uh, or in any of those terms. So it's, they're interdimensional beings, and they're coming to save us. And and then they're coming to walk amongst us. And when that happens, welcome to the uh, tribulation. Yeah. So the whole white hat, black hat deal, it's it's just two sides of the same coin and it's and it's all a deception. Yes, but but I mean they're they're different, right? So you got you have the black hat, which is rule through scarcity and fear, and then the white hat, it's rule through great abundance and um not that there is no law, just great abundance, and you don't have to worry about anything. So you could do whatever you want. And so it's like spoiling a child, right? So one is fear and scarcity, and the other is great abundance and, uh, and just go wild. Yeah. How does that relate to Freemasonry as far as like, there's Freemasons everywhere. There's a Freemason Lodge in almost every city where there's any sort of, you know, population, even, I mean, I drive around in the country here in middle Tennessee and some of these small, tiny podunk towns have Freemason lodges. Are you talking about all of those people? Like in those lodges, there's like, they're all in on it. The good guys and the bad guys, like the white hats and the black hats, or are there other people that fall under the umbrella of Freemasonry that aren't active in a lodge somewhere? Absolutely. Absolutely. So remember, Freemasonry is just a term. It's it's a label. Um, the the so the Freemasonry that that we know of in those lodges. Right. Those are the those would be the black uh, the black hat Freemasons. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you don't have the white and the black all partying together. They are on opposing sides. They are battling for the right to uh, bring on the tribulation. They're fighting for the right to basically have the whichever tribe or whichever um, bloodline uh, is in control during the tribulation gets 
the the rights to the um, to the Antichrist, right? So each one is breeding up their Antichrist. Each one is is it, and whoever whoever is successful in bringing upon the tribulation, then will bring on the 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 Antichrist. That's 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 basically what what the, the end goal is because they want to return to the the golden age or the antediluvian times. So the Freemasons in your lodge, now there's there's two different types of, of those Freemasons as well, right? Everything is everything is compartmentalized. There's the one there's your uncle who's a Freemason who goes to the uh, who goes to the lodge, but he's just in there uh, for camaraderie and to get better deals and and contracts within those working in the town. Right. So if you're part of the Freemason structure and the mayor is um, looking for some construction to build an overpass or some sort of park, even something as simple as a park, well, he will, the likelihood he will pick you because you're a Freemason is higher. So it's just good business to go into Freemasonry. And then there's ones that take it extremely serious and go past the 32nd degree into the 33rd, where then you do the rituals and blood rites. And uh, that's, that is the real Freemasonry. That is where the real evil comes. I mean, it's all, I mean, it's all evil because you are, you are using um, the Freemason business structure to to get ahead instead of having fair play. But in the in the upper echelons, you know that's where you have the skull and bones, for example. And there's actually, if you guys ever ever want to see the all the secret societies that come from the universities, uh, Truthstream Media uh, breaks that down for you. Uh, they go through all the main universities and show you which one is the secret society that comes out of there. So it's not just skull and bones. Each one has its own, but those guys, those guys are the, are the ones who are in control right now and who are being destroyed through this, this um, virus that cannot be named operation. So Q right now, they're saying, they're saying that they are taking all these people. Uh, so if it's, if it's, if we're told that this person has COVID, they've taken their, their shots and boosted um, then that means that they've been taken into custody and whichever way, if they're spilling the beans on other people who are part of the part of this um, Freemason plan to basically depopulate the planet. Yeah. So that's, so that, that's that side of the Freemason. Now the white hats or the benevolent cult is what I call them in the videos, but the, they're basically the white hat Freemasons. Um, a lot less is known because you are supposed to know about all this evil. Like we're all, when we all hear about it, it's because we're supposed to know. It's because all of this stuff is trickling out. That there's leaks that are purposely coming out. There's books written on it. Like we are supposed to know. It's not conspiracy. It's really happening. It is written in government. Randy Demain, I believe, is is a guy who even goes into great detail. And I have a in my library. Uh, if you go to to the rundown of reality, click on the link below. In there is a, a library where it's all shown to you that it's written within government um, by by Demain. And uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. But you're supposed to know about it. The white hats are the secret side. That is the side that is bringing on the tribulation. Uh, that that we're bringing with that's that's the side that's bringing in the the new system the the new one world government that we're going to see. So when you talk about white hats and black hats, I'm thinking about you know they're all Luciferian, hundred percent. Yeah, these two sides are basically jockeying for like almost like a top position, like you're saying as far as 
bringing in the tribulation with the antichrist like they want yeah they're they're jockeying they for their side yeah they're jockeying for position but the, the this set of black hats like these canaanite they lost right um they're getting replaced by this by this white hat they had their chance to bring in the tribulation they failed so now they're like used kleenex they're all being um destroyed they're all corrupted and you don't want to keep them around because they'll get in the way of the next plan so what do you do you get rid of them and by and that means you know they're sleeping with the fishes so um but when when you say luciferian okay so that's something very important to understand when when it comes to the freemasons because luciferian in itself is is a religion and luciferian luciferianism i mean it's just worshiping we think it's worshiping Satan, but it's it's something it's slightly different than satanism there's luciferianism there's wiccan there's there's all there's hinduism there's buddhism there's there's all of these isms that 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 um bring you further from the truth and um and lucifer like the the term lucifer or luciferism is a freemason term it's it it was brought up in the translated uh, books of um for the king james bible right so lucifer didn't wasn't around then the light bringer lucifer the light bringer wasn't around at that time he had a completely different name and he was given Luc- the term lucifer uh in the king james bible and then and then it just took off so and the reason why is because that that freemason freemason freemasonic sect has their own Bible where Lucifer is actually God. He's the one who freed us from, uh, he sacrificed himself and freed us uh, uh, from the, from the rule of this one God who is, um, you know, uh, uh, tries to keep you from um, doing what you want to do, you know, uh, do as thou wilt. So just kind of like bringing it full circle, trying to like listen to this through the ears of someone who doesn't already like know very much about the masons and stuff so like how does it have to do with government finance like well government finance government finance is what sets up everything right so okay so here here's here's something interesting and we're we're, we are going kind of everywhere which is awesome because we can we can really fine-tune everything um at, at a later date so okay so here's this is this this is paramount to what's what's going to be happening in 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 the near future. So back in World War One, what was World War One? Everyone thinks it was a um, just a war of picking sides. It absolutely wasn't. It was a war to bankrupt countries. Period. Full stop. To steal all of their wealth, to take their gold, silver, and all their precious metals that uh, that are used throughout history uh, to. Um, for wealth, right? I mean, it's 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 in the Bible where where all the wealth from Solomon, and then uh, later on, which king shows all of his wealth? Oh my goodness, I just read that uh, last week. Um, I guess that's telling me I need to go back and read it. Uh, but he showed his wealth to the Babylonians, and the Babylonians then came and took it all. Right uh, uh, throughout history, gold, gold and silver have been the precious metals of uh, um, that that we have. Um, been fighting over so world war one after world war one uh and uh all of because it created a whole new warfare so so instead of just having one army 
and the other side has one army like Napoleon fighting, uh, the, the country creates a massive, like massive troop force. So you could actually have mass casualties and still fight. That's um, so a conveyor belt of soldiers, if, if you will. So during World War I, they're manufacturing all of these shells to drop all these massive bombs. Just carpet bombing is, is basically what, what the term was and create hell on earth, right? There's, there's a theme for you, creating hell on earth. But also what it's creating is massive debt throughout uh, all of the countries. Uh, and that massive debt then means that, oh, we've created all of this debt. So now we got to change the monetary system. Uh, to this fiat currency. So, so the fiat currency, they, everyone says it happened in the 70s. No, no, this happened way back in the 30s. So they, they started designing because of this debt that's created. And we have the, the Great Depression because of all of this debt that was created. And we have the Great Depression. They, they came up with a new way, like co- completely out of the blue. It wasn't planned at all, really. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge to... Um, keep an economy going and what I mean by that, but to keep the people working without paying them anything at all. And that's the fiat currency system, right? So we're trading, trading in debt, the creation of debt through debt. Uh, as long as everybody agrees that we will trade the, this piece of paper, then we're golden. So with, with a government finance, then world war one uh, makes everybody, makes everybody broke then the new fiat currency comes in and the f- new fiat uh, laws come in in the 1930s, in the early 1930s. But the rule is we will keep it to the gold standard. We will, we will still, like you can't just print money all willy-nilly. You still have to follow the, the, the gold standard or the value that your country has. But where did all the money and value go at that time? It went to the United States. Because the United States was able to basically to do all that manufacturing, creating the bombs and, and stuff like that. And then in, in World War II, it just exploded. For most of the war, the United States was used as a manufacturing plant, again, gaining more wealth from all the other nations. And uh, like people like Henry Ford were playing both sides where Henry Ford was helping the Axis and the Allies until the United States then came up with the legislation that uh-uh, you can't do that. I uh, can't remember what that's called. I'd have to look it up. Once all the government, all the governments were pretty much left bankrupt, the United States then came into the war to give the excuse of uh, uh, of ending it. Right. So it was just massive, massive war. Uh, world War Two lasted, which was really just a continuation of World War One. Uh, and that what it what it did was set up the United States as the world power, uh, which will basically be the the orchestrator of all wars from then till today the world police, right? These war on terror, war on drugs. And, uh, and so, yeah, the, the United States has, has basically the last, last hundred years been responsible for pretty much where, where we are today. So I'm sorry, United people of the United States. I'm not saying <laughs> you specifically, I'm saying the government was used um, for that. So, so the Freemasons who, who then control, uh, control the government, the, the elite families, the bloodlines, right? So all the people in, in the Freemason structure that are being taken out, they're the mundanes that joined the Freemasonry. Um, if you are part of the bloodlines, the ancient bloodlines, you're not getting taken out. You've played your role and you, and you're, you join, uh, you go, you go back to the rest, you go back to your family. And, uh, but all the mundanes, all the people, all the fools 
that basically joined the, the Freemasons and went up the ladder. Those are the ones being taken out and uh, used as, as a dirty Kleenex. So with, with the creation of, um, of the financial system, uh, you then get to the Bretton Woods Accord, which which was which came out in nineteen in the nineteen thirties and in the early seventies. Nixon then nixed the Bretton Woods Accord, and then that's if you look at the dollar and its value in like nineteen seventy one, compare it to the value of the dollar in twenty twenty. The dollar in twenty twenty is worth ten cents compared to the dollar in nineteen seventy one when they left the so-called gold standard, right? The, the legislation still existed. It just gave them then the power to just print money uh, all willy-nilly, create the tax credits to cover the, uh, to cover the debts or, uh, that, or expenditures that government makes. And that's where you know, everything just takes off. And that's because everything is ramping up to, uh, to create this grand lie and, uh, of where we are today. Like this, this virus that cannot be named has been it hasn't been a plan for a decade hasn't been a plan for two decades hasn't been a plan for three decades it's been a plan for a very very long time uh, but if you look at the value of the of the dollar today in 2022 or the amount of printing that they've been doing in t- now 2023 from 2020 to 2022 there the governments the world governments have printed more money in in those two years of time than they did between 1971 and 2020 so if you think you're if truly if you think your dollar has any real value it certainly doesn't anymore if by following the laws everything is being artificially held up for some strange reason trying to understand everything that you just said yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of throwing tons of stuff down. no no i'm i'm actually tracking with you i just want to make sure that that i have it that i have it right so basically um you know going back as far as world war one the goal is to bankrupt countries bankrupt the people in those countries bankrupt the world get them on this fiat system, which is going to provide them with even more resources, so to speak, with all these tax credits for them to, to build things. Cause it's all just, they needed to have, they needed to bankrupt people so that they're not independent, the countries and the people of those countries in the world, so that they become dependent on a system that's going to pay them with these tax credits of something that's just fake anyway. Yeah. Debt creation and debt credit. If you don't fall in line, you're not going to get your, your grant. You're not going to get your tax credit or whatever, you know, your, your handout, um, so to speak. Yeah. So the world bank, like the IMF, for example, everybody has to go to the IMF to get for their country to get, uh, financing. Right. Right. Okay. 
So it, it, it sounds like, like financial enslavement. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. So it's just strip away dependence and essentially financially enslave countries in the world. And it seems like, like with the, with Klaus Schwab yep. and the great reset, I mean, the, the, his saying is you will own nothing and be happy. So basically they want a small percentage of people, um, those in power, I'm assuming to control and own everything. And then people become dependent slaves, but you'll be yeah. happy. So these are the white hats, like the white hats are the ones that are going to bring this. You'll be, you know, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy because the government's going to take care of you. No, no, that's, those are the Canaanites. Those are the black hats, the bad guys. Okay. So the white hats, we haven't seen them yet. They, they will reveal themselves, so to speak, with the alien deception. So-called, so-called one of them is John F. Kennedy Jr., right? Another one is Donald uh, Trump. Um, there's another one that most of you haven't heard, which is Romana Dudulo, who is the, uh, uh, the new queen of Canada. So those are some of the white hats that you could, that you could look up. But again, remember, <laughs> they're, they're not here to help. If you think Donald Trump is here to help you, you really don't know what's going on. If you look at World War I, World War I, World War II was a great reset, right? Uh, and then we're going through another great reset. And every single time there was a great reset, that's where a world controlling power loses its power and it goes to someone else. So it traded off from like uh, World War I was the Ottoman Empire. So the Ottoman Ottoman, which is uh, lasting from, wasn't it Constantine um, in the Roman Empire from there, but it all switched over from into Britain and into the United States. All the money went there basically because of those, those wars. And now all of the power is, is going to be switching again. So the United States, the Great Reset will bring on, right? So the controlling power will then lose its power and it will go then somewhere else, probably Russia, I think, or China is, is are the big hints right now. But but uh, who knows? And you think that you think that the United States being the controlling power and with this great reset coming, you think that's inevitable and that the United States is going to like the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Before it is going to lose its power and fracture. Yeah, the United the United States is and basically fall. The United States is absolutely going to fall not long after the disclosure event. Give it a give it a six months a year. Uh, I'm guessing if you follow world history, every single time there is a great reset, there is a change in power that the 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 country that was originally in power then falls, uh, and uh, so that's that is going to happen again. It's not a leap to think that. Yeah. Yeah. When you were talking, you're talking about the white hats. I mean, when you you talk about Donald Trump and a lot of people thinking that, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to save America almost like, you know, people looking to him to, to save them. Yeah. It seems like the white hats, you said benevolent cult, like, like they are going to be like the heroes and the saviors. Yeah. Yeah. That people will, look to put their their faith and their trust in them and then when i'm thinking about all the stuff that you're talking about and it sounds honestly terrifying um thinking about all of that but it just makes me think of a how important it is that we put our faith and our trust in jesus Mm -hmm. and not in any man or any country or any system that's been established on this earth because 
they're all going to fail. They're all going to pass away. Um, they're designed to, yeah. Right, exactly. I guess thinking about it like that, it's uh, it's less terrifying. But I think as an American, you know, growing up here and as a you know military veteran, we are we're kind of brainwashed to think that you know we're just we're the greatest. You know, we're the greatest country in the world. We're just we're so amazing. So there's a part of me listening to you talking, thinking like that could never happen, you know, because of, I think, uh, you know, how I grew up um, believing that and in, in the military, you know, just how you're kind of indoctrinated. When I think of myself as a Christian, I am not an American. My nationality is far less important than the fact that I am not of this world as a Christian, I'm a believer. I'm not of this world. It's, it's, it's just hard, you know, when, cause we have these identities. Um, and so it's, I think it's sometimes it's hard for us to, to shift from, you know, I love my country, you know, USA, USA to no, actually I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't belong here. Yeah. No King, but Christ. Exactly. Well, here's, here's a, here's a thought for you. Number one, in the United States, you look at who your leadership is right now, right? Uh, do you trust those leaders? Do you think they'll sell you out for the uh, um, for for wealth and fame and and for glory? And they already have. Absolutely. Do you, do you trust AOC? No. <laughs> right. Exactly. So so all all it takes is for those people to be sleeping on the job one day, and uh, and then bam, the generals that that you have. All it takes is for them to be promised a place in uh, the coming new world order. It's inevitable. It's happening. You might as well just join us, right? The who's the other? Who's the the guy that uh, Michael, the army guy, Michael um, Dan Crenshaw? Oh, Dan Crenshaw. He's totally part of the Black Freemason. Oh, I, I stopped paying attention to all of all of the Q stuff, uh, so I I'm really rusty on the names. Flynn, Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn. Thank you. Yes. So Michael Flynn, right. He's one of the so-called white hats and he's, so he'd be one of the white Freemasons, but anyway, in the fall of the United States. So when it comes, these people will stand aside and allow it to happen. So the, the other way to think about it. Okay. So you said you are a Christian and your loyalty is to Christ first. All right. And how many people actually think that? How many people hold their heart to the the anthem? E- even Christians hold their, their heart to the anthem and put their country first before they'll put uh, uh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to explain to you Freemasonry again. In the Freemason religion, right? Freemasonry comes first. The plan for Freemasonry, it, your wife doesn't come or husband doesn't come first. Your country doesn't come first. Uh, like in World War II, uh, Stalin, Hitler, who was Rothschild, Churchill, they're all Freemasons. Freemasonry comes first. And Freemasonry is Lucifer. Freemasonry is your, your um, allegiance to the satanic realm. They're putting their plans first above your country, above their home, above their children, above everything. And God is asking you to do the exact same thing, but God is asking you so that you will always do the right ruling and you will, you will follow goodness and you will follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Everything you're saying, sorry, it sounds like the globalists, like are the globalists separate or are the globalists and the Freemasons like one and the same? Yeah, they're one and the same. Um, And Luciferians. 
Well, f- again, f- so with within the Freemason, I know, I know. Sorry, I'm like. No, no, I totally. I don't, I don't know that much about the free. I mean, like, I'm, I'm learning as we go about like Freemasons because I'm. Yeah, I and I fully understand. Yeah, it's it's extremely complex, and it is so. Uh, there are so many different sects. When it comes to Klaus Schwab, right? What is his slogan? Trust the science. Yeah, trust the science. Trust yeah. What, Klaus Klaus Schwab started the Great Reset. The Q side is starting the Great Awakening. They're both resets. They're both world resets. It's just one is scarcity and the other one is abundance. So you just have to look at what what they're pushing, right? And then you kind of can, can start to you analyze what they're saying. You can really start to um, sift them to where where they look like they're they're coming from. So for example, Donald Trump, white hat, right? He's And he's saying, you know, with Space Force, believe me, you're going to need it. And then you have, oh my goodness, who's the Florida guy? Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. And DeSantis is not part of the white hats. People think he's part of the white hats, but he's not because of what he's saying. And he's slowly separating himself from the in, in the political forum, he's separating himself from Trump, making it look like a grab for power to be the next president. Uh, and that when he came out, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's uh, he's virtue signaling to to the conservatives. He's he's going for power. Um, and that was in beginning of 2021, I think, when he was starting to starting to be prominent within media. Right. So when these guys are coming up in media, that's when, you know, whichever media alternative media or um, in the media uh, that we see on the TV, CNN, Fox, um, even the little ones, Newsmax, uh, AON, they're all the same. Like they're all they're all the same. Don't, don't think you're getting real news from any of them. Uh, you're not you're not getting any news and any news from the grassroots media. Oh, what's his name? Uh, he was a, he's a comedian. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan is, is 100% part of, uh, he's gone to Spotify and he got his big hundred million dollar payday. Right. So he did his job. And so now he's being rewarded. Right. So he's getting a hundred million dollars. That's what that was. It was just the excuse to give him the money. And so he just continues to do this job and, and talk about agendas within, within the media, within the conservative lexicon and the, or the conservative uh, world and the liberal world. Yeah, it's, it's all just uh, Stu Peters. He's another one. He's, a, he's supposedly a white hat. Because they're 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 pushing the same. If you analyze what they're saying, if they are very pro-Trump, they're still talking about the jab. If they're all of this sort of stuff, like like it's relevant. No, no, the the jab talk ended in mid twenty twenty one. People made their decision to either take it or not to take it. Right, uh, it's over. Um, there, there's nothing else to discuss, move on. But we're still talking about still being kept in the media to keep us focused on this and not what's coming, what's coming down the pipeline, like the next lockdown, right? What do you think is coming? Oh, what do I think is coming? Oh, well, that's part of, uh, that is part of the great deception, right? So I can certainly answer that. The world economies are all going to finally collapse in this new shutdown. Um, everything is poised. Like the, like I said, uh, of all the printing of the, of the dollars, that's now done. Nothing can, when they turn the switch, 
nothing will be able to fix the old system, the old fiat system. It's it's all designed to completely and utterly collapse. Bringing in the great reset, uh, the great reset monetary system, the great reset, you, you will own nothing and be happy, terrify everyone. Uh, food shortages are, are going to go everywhere. There's going to be chaos and people, a lot of people are going to die. Stay in your homes uh, or get out of the cities if you can. And just just write it out. It'll be a month or two, and then enough of the chaos and enough of and then also the the whole U.S. and Russian war narrative will come to a head, and nuclear war will will be threatened. And as it's actually going to happen, it's not. And we're going to be. And this is where we're going to get the disclosure. We're going to get saved by aliens, so-called aliens, and the great deception is uh, has begun. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I would. We would love to have you come back at some point soon, because I feel like oh, we just touch stuff. Yeah, exactly. We need to spend a good bit of time. We need to do like introduction. Yeah, <laughs> so Freemasons and <laughs> yeah. We need to spend a good bit of time on what what even just what you just dropped as far as um, what's gonna come. We probably need to spend an, you know an hour on that. I, I will come in anytime you guys need me. Uh, what I would suggest is for everyone just to watch the uh, the videos um, and and prep themselves. I'll have the next one up, which is the it's the most it's so difficult to edit. It is the most dry. It's painful for me to edit, so it is going to be painful for you to watch. But you need to watch it. You need to understand. Uh, you need to understand this term, and I go into such great depth. Uh, so that you so that you understand it. And it should be up maybe in a week, a week and a half. But yeah, watch those videos so that when I come back, you can really like just ask ask the questions or else I'll go everywhere like I did did here because I think everything is interesting. Uh, but I'll go everywhere. Maybe we could keep it a little bit more organized uh, with each topic because because yeah, I'll go <laughs> or else <laughs> if you give me free reign, it's like an RPG game. I'll go uh, I'll go everywhere. Oh, that looks nice. Let's go over there. Hey, same with us. We're not very structured people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and and also when it comes to the the end, so the great reset comes and then they bring in their their you 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 will have nothing and be and be happy. That's gonna happen. But then the AI controlled quantum technology is gonna come in, given to us by the aliens, and all of our money will then come back to us. All the governments will be reset to a dollar is par across the world, and the false utopia has begun. Yeah. So that's the in, that's the intro into the uh, the Great Deception. Boom. That's a whole episode right there too. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I yeah, I hope I, I made sense for everybody. I get very excited, uh, so so for sure. Yeah, uh, we could, oh, we could talk about how the anti gravity technology works. We can talk about uh, we could talk about the dimensions, right? We could talk about other planets uh, or the deception of other planets. We could talk about lots of things. All of them, I'm I'm very excited to to discuss. Like for example, you had uh, uh, like uh, Daniel Duvall, um, who is awesome. He and his his prayer books are just fantastic. I can help. I can help explain them and and make them from from a more science side. Not saying I'm a scientist at all, but uh, just from a science side to break it down, like kind of how it works. Because you really want to know this AI quantum controlled technology. You do not want to go into the med beds. You do not. You do not want to touch any of it. So it's it's the B system. So okay, I'll shut up now.
You're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, I loved in your video, your first video that you posted where you talked about dimensions and and also um how people use hallucinogenic drugs to lower their frequency and um experience like other dimensions and stuff. I think that sort of thing is really important for people to hear, especially when you have people like Joe Rogan, you know, kind of like glorifying ayahuasca and all these drugs. And I was thinking about doing it before I was a Christian. Yeah. Kind of like normalizing it. You know, I have Christian friends who don't really see like the issue. I mean, not so much like in, in this circle, but some of my friends who are more like nominal Christians. Anyway, I don't know. I, I just think that's pretty important stuff to talk about. Like people don't really realize the spiritual ramifications of doing drugs like that, or like you brought up astral projecting or yoga or, you know, these things that like leave you spiritually vulnerable or like worse, you know? Yep. They open you up. Yep. You're a doorway. You're either a lighthouse for the darkness or you're a lighthouse for God. That's it. Doesn't matter. doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> you're either you're either one or the other yeah hmm. well um i think that's a you're a lighthouse for for the kingdom of god or you're a lighthouse for the, the kingdom of darkness let's uh let's end on that all right and and uh yeah we'll we'll have you on again um this was this was a fascinating conversation and i think a lot more conversations need to be need to be had we need to flesh out some of some of this stuff a lot of this stuff all of this stuff right yeah and if you have if people have questions they can uh, i have a link on the later videos the um the 12 chessboard to a telegram channel and i I am getting i'm starting to get busier so uh if you post there I'll, i'll try to get back to you or what i usually do is i get i drop a little hints for you so you can go digging for yourself because you need to learn to think for yourself, especially in the great deception. We're not going to have these with, with AI monitoring everything that we do. We're not going to have these, uh, these discussions anymore. We're not going to, we're not going to be so free uh, to really share information. Dang. What are we going to do, Chris? <laughs> we're going to podcast via <laughs> telegram. No, not telegram. Sorry. Cause telegram's smoke an signals. app now. And then yeah, yeah. smoke signals. We'll have yeah. to go old school print. print right. Media. Letters. Yeah. Yep. Pony express. Pony Express, yes. Have a newsletter. You have to reinvent the printing press. Yeah. <laughs> can't use can't use printers. It's too digital. Right. True. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, guys. This was a lot. So listen to this one two or three times. Message us if you have questions. We also will have questions. So <laughs> we will uh, we'll help each other out through this. And we will have Enoch on again uh, very soon to to break to break down some of what you know what what he mentioned and even kind of take things further. And we also do want to discuss more in depth, like the origins of like Freemasonry and how we got to this point with that. Because I think knowing what happened in the past helps us to kind of better understand like what's happening now and what's going to happen in the future and how all of it's just kind of relevant and and works together and flows. And how it ties into like the biblical narrative and all of that, all that stuff that we care about. Yep. Absolutely. And the pyramids and the, the ziggurats and the mounds, the giant mounds and how they all are uh, how they all fit into this uh, because those are all those ancient religions, ancient Freemasonry. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. 
guys always feel free to shoot our page um, a message, like send us a DM. We love to connect with you guys. Um, We're going to be launching a members page sometime. There's probably a more formal announcement about that, Chris, but um, yeah, send us a message. Um, I'm on Instagram. Chris is not so much, but he's on the Facebook page. So yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Hit us up. All right. Bye, Tori. Bye, Enoch. I'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye, Chris. Bye. See ya. Bye, Enoch. Bye, Michael. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace. Peace.